Weekend Breakfast with Alison Curtis. Playing the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Halloween, I love it, is my favourite time of year, but it can be very, very stressful for our pets, a very stressful time of year. Fireworks going off, and that's well into the lead-up of Halloween itself, weeks ahead of that as well. Doorbell ringing constantly, sweets lying around the place as well. So we thought we would have dog behaviourist and trainer Susie Walsh on the phone line to give us some top tips on how to look after our pets during Halloween. Uh, Susie, how are you? Good, Austin. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much for joining us. Always... (laughs) Always a wealth of information. Um, So it is a stressful time for some pets. Some animals don't react to fireworks, but many do. So what would be your top advice for people with dogs at this time of year? Yeah, fireworks are very difficult for a lot of animals. I love Halloween, but a lot of our pets don't. And the lead-up, obviously, to Halloween is getting longer and yeah. longer every year. And so a lot of, of uh, you know, obviously, ideally, we would start. We can, you can help your dog or your pet come, overcome their fear of fireworks, but you kind of have to start in June or July. And if you haven't done that by that point now, it's just kind of kind of fighting fire and making it, making it as comfortable as it can possibly be for them. So there's loads of different things that you can do. One of the big things is to start exercising your dog um, in the morning time and mentally tiring them and, and stimulating them and exercising them to make sure they're as calm as they can possibly be. Get set evening. up with a little yeah in the evening and get them up set up with a, like a little safe space where it's a little bit quieter in your home. It might be a little bit darker, uh, kind of maybe in a in a place where it's, you know maybe it's not so much access to the front of the house or the back of the house, depending on where most fireworks may be coming. And then you can do things like set them up where they might listen to, you know, reggae music is actually a really good one for drowning out Reggae fireworks. music? Yeah. Oh, wow. Marley. Okay, yeah. there you go. <laughs> so there's a good few studies that say that just because of the music and the instruments that are used, um, they quite help, they muffle the sound a lot of the time of the fireworks and it helps the dogs and it's quite a it's nice chill out. So anything like that will help your dog if you're playing that kind of music or you might even have the washing machine on or the dishwasher on. Those kind of sounds help drown out some of the firework noise for our dogs. Obviously giving them something to chew on, allowing them to be in a place that they feel comfortable, maybe with something that smells of you and maybe you'll be there and, you know, that kind of stuff. Trying to make it really, really comfortable for them as comfortable as they possibly can. Now, I would say if your pet or your dog especially is incredibly fearful, so one of those dogs who can't cope, who might pace up and down, who might pant and howl and scramble under, try and get under furniture, that you are really better off going to your vet and asking them if they can give you some medication to help your pet through the few weeks of the really bad weeks of Halloween because even doing all those tips and all those tricks is really good, but for some pets who have even a higher level of fear, they can't cope at all and the kindest thing to do is actually maybe give them an anti-anxiety or a little bit of sedation on the night of Halloween or the the lead up to Halloween to just help them cope a little bit. I met a woman doing feeling. Yeah, I met a woman actually doing that with her dog just yesterday actually. She said she put her on to something for this month. What about um like dogs will often give us cue, like cues that they are not happy. So just to watch out for those as well. Yeah, really dilated pupils, panting up and down, you know, panting, walking up and down, kind of being very hypervigilant. Obviously, the normal ones that people might recognize, shaking, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, not wanting maybe to go on their walks, maybe not wanting to eat their food, maybe having a little bit of an upset stomach. All of those things can, you know, show signs of stress and fear in animals. Okay. What about costumes? Now, I, I'm i not going to do this now. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to put a costume on Betty. And I don't mean to be judging people who do do that, but there are things to consider from the animal's kind of comfort and safety point of view, isn't there? 
Absolutely. Now, I will say I, I dress as my dog for Halloween. I shouldn't <laughs> say that. I shouldn't say that on, on radio. I mean, they it's it. tempting. They, they, like wearing, they like wearing clothing. They like being cozy. When I take out the costume or if I take out my dog's coat, she comes running up and going, you know, delighted with life. Because some dogs, especially some do- breeds of dogs, actually like warmth and comfort. So it yeah. depends on what it is. Now, a lot of dogs don't like anything on their head. Don't be sticking ears on them if they don't like it. Don't be putting anything on their face if they don't like it. But absolutely, if they want to wear it, they don't know the difference between, you know, uh, something with a decoration on or something not. Yes. Your dog would have to already like wearing clothing and the clothing has to be appropriate for your pet with nothing that they find adversive. And you'll know that pretty quickly because most pets, if you put something on them and they don't like it, they'll just stand motionless <laughs> or they'll panic and try and get it off. And you know that's not for your that's pet. Not, if your dog yeah. normally wears a coat or your dog normally likes wearing a jumper or, you know, even some sight hens love to wear pajamas to keep them warm, then there's no harm in doing something that's Halloween themed. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm going to go that far this year. Maybe next year. <laughs> and something else that I think a lot of people um, mostly we hope are doing, obviously, is microchipping their dogs. But there is a threat that sometimes animals dart from their property from fear of hearing fireworks. Oh, absolutely. And it's really, really important, especially this time of year, to have like a phone number on your pet. I know if they're microchipped. The problem with a microchip is that you have to have a registered person to look up your details. So a vet or a dog warden or similar. Okay. And so a general public, a member of the general public who picks up your dog if they've run or, you know, helps, you know, keep them safe, they can't contact you. So it's really important that you have your phone number in some kind of capacity on their collar or on a tag or something like that. And I'd even on at all times uh, during the kind of the week uh, or the few days leading up to Halloween, don't be taking the collar on and off in the house just for this week if right. you can help us. That's a really just good in point. in case they do get out. And Susie, I mean, obviously there's lots of sweets lying around the house as well. And that is like something to be really vigilant about, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, dogs, some dogs have a very sweet tooth and unfortunately, like ourselves, can eat too much in excess. Or if yeah. you eat something that actually could be dangerous with it for them or cause them vomiting. And vomiting and diarrhea is quite dangerous for a dog a lot of the time because they get dehydrated so fast. Yes. So, and you don't want to end up in the vets overnight out in UCD or anything like that when, when, when your, your pet is unwell on Halloween. It's not a fun time. So try and keep all the candy and the sweets and the crisps and the chocolate and all those kind of things in somewhere that's not accessible for your pet. Okay. All really, really good advice. Thank you so much, Susie Walsh. And you're always full of great advice and over 16 years experience just improving the lives of dogs in Ireland, including my own. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for thank having you. me. Thank you. Take care, Susie. Bye. Bye-bye. Weekend Breakfast with Alison Curtis. Playing the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today.